Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. Because I'm happy, happy, no, do, do, do. Yeah, it's not just a Pharrell song. <laughs> That's right. This episode of Carried Away, I am joined with June Supan Puck of Joy Guy June when we talk about three reasons why happiness is actually negatively impacting your business and life. You heard it right. Tune in. There's Joy, there's June, there's me. We're getting carried away. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Carried Away. Uh, my fabulous, wonderful, joyful guest is June Supan Puck of Woo. Joy Guy June. I love how that just rolled off my tongue. She is going to be popping in here on the live feed. Um, and we're going to be talking to her about all kinds of fun stuff. Just waiting for her to join me. Oh, there she is. I love punctuality. Um, I actually... As you guys know, we film Carried Away on Zoom, so we're live in Facebook and live on IG at the same time, figuring out all the kinks, um, and here she comes. Hi! Hello, hello! How are you? I'm fan-freaking-tastic. Okay, so this is the part where we work out our sounds. I know, because so let me just work on this sound issue. Let me turn that off, so I have, and also everyone who's joining us, Please drop in the comments if there's an echo or some kind of shenanigans. Um, but I think we're good to go. Okay, perfect. Do we want to do a little check, baby, check? Check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three, four. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two. It's called the rump shaker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we start. How are you, love? This is this is legit my favorite thing on earth to just join you because every time we're together, we always end up breaking out into song at some point or like some major dancing, some tunes. Usually so, 90s hip hop, R&B, some kind of 90s. We might throw in a Whitney Houston. May she rest. But R.I.P. the songs just come out when I'm with you. It's true. I mean, we can't help it. So Claire's here. Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. Yay. Uh, Claire brings me joy. She tagged me in that black and white challenge. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. I feel like there's a lot of women supporting women love going around. And I got to say, I'm very excited about it. I, I, you know, it's a mission of mine that more women support more women. And when I see challenges like this, or I see women get together uh, for the greater good of, or the advancement of more women or for puppies or for, I don't know, <laughs> saving dolphins. I'm in. That all of the above. Down. Yes. All of you. <laughs> um, hi, Bernadette. Welcome. Hey, Paige. Hey, Paige. Hey, Bernadette. Um, we're excited to see all of you guys coming in. Um, and it's, it's just like, Hey, so we were just talking about nineties hip hop. So if you guys want to put a song in the comments, we might sing it for you. I mean, okay. yes. I mean, I'm kind of rusty on the boy band, but I might be able to pull out a little NSYNC. I'm pretty good with the boy bands, honestly. 
my oh, that's fire. Not that's not insane. No, that's Backstreet Boys. Totally we got to do the bye, bye, bye for the instinct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, okay. So now let's get to serious business now. Okay, fine. Fine. First, <laughs> I have loved watching your journey. Um, when I first met you, it was at Paige Ray's um, workshop, and which I can't remember the title of, but it was really fantastic. And it was more than a brand story? I think it was more, more than a brand story. That sounds like her. And right? you were one of the speakers, as, as well as Tiffany um, from Emma Rose Agency, who's fantastic. And, I f- and Shayna Marks, hashtag bra. There's another fab. That's right. She just joined. Oh, Perfect timing, Shayna. <laughs> totally just manifested. <laughs> um, but uh, going into that workshop, and I just sat right next to you because you had that big, puffy, white yeah. sweater. And I was like, I like her. I came in like, <laughs> like a tornado, though, because it was, remember, it was pouring rain. Oh, it was, it was, yeah, weather-wise, it wasn't so great, but like in, on the inside, we were having fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we had a great time. And you took us through, you had brought props and like, because of like hats, sunglasses or whatever, because at the time you were a costume designer turned like personal designer. Yeah. And now here we are. I mean, when was that? January, 2018? Yeah. 2019. 2019. Yeah, I mean, it's been about five million years since then, or it sure feels like it. <laughs> um, but here so we are, some a year and a half later, and you've completely done the most beautiful pivot of anyone I know. Oh, thank you. Um, and you also did it, and it's sunny, bright, it's inviting. It's one of those brands when you go live, I'm like, ooh. What are we talking about? <laughs> I love your IGs. I'm loving Twitch. I discovered it through you. But before we talk about your topic, which yeah. is three reasons why happiness is going to get, no, three reasons happiness negatively impacts your business and your life. First mm-hmm. off, that's a great title. <laughs> um, Thank you. Tell us about how that day I met you in January, 2019, brought you all the way. We worked together in April 2019, um, brought you all the way to Joy Guide June. I mean, oh gosh, it's been an epic, epic pivot, right? An epic journey. (laughs) And um, it kind of actually is making me realize that I'm coming full circle at this point because what happened was um, I, when I was first starting up in life, I was very creative and I loved just making people happy in any way that that meant. And um, I won an award actually uh, in high school, I think, for like most likely to brighten your day slash, um, yeah, I won best personality and most likely to brighten your day, but they could only give give me one. So I said, okay, best best personality encompasses both, right? So then I was like, what does that mean? Like, (laughs) sure, thank you. But looking back now, I'm like, the one that actually I resonate with most is brightening somebody's day because I feel like that's just a part of who I am. And, you know, and I think what was coming forth was that I had this chip of, I just want to help people. And so I ended up in college getting a degree in psychology to potentially be a child therapist. So 
when that happened, it was almost like I was doing that in tandem with my costume design work because a part of me wanted to go to art school and I couldn't go. And so I was like, I guess I'll just do my psychology degree because that's what the parentals would like too. Right. <laughs> right. So be an artist. How dare you? An artist. <laughs> they were like, money. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then... I ended up doing that, but like by the end, um, I discovered that I couldn't, it was just hurting me to not be able to help these kids or hug them or enjoy being in their presence. So I pivoted then and ended up being a costume designer. So I got my master's at UCLA for costume design. But what I wasn't realizing was when I did that pivot, I was going from like a form of creative art expression um, and science (laughs) to another actual way of thinking about creativity from a more psychological standpoint. So in costume designing and when I was working on you and doing branding and personal styling, I was thinking and expressing the psychology of clothing. So I was continuing to kind of be a therapist in the entertainment industry, but using clothes as a way to tell people stories, to really get in touch with their feelings and how the inner workings were, but externally. So then there came a point when I met you and we worked together. And at that point I was already like 13 plus years into the industry. And I was like, Oh my God, I think I'm just not happy. I'm just not feeling that like deep down joy. And I didn't understand why initially, but then I realized like, Oh, I'm ignoring this huge part of myself, which is I want to help people. And I felt like I couldn't do that in costume designing. I couldn't do that in personal branding um, in the way that I wanted to, because the thing that I kept experiencing was, um, people kept coming to me for the clothing, but I couldn't make them happy through the clothing in the end, because what their problems were stemming from was like a root issue internally. So I could put on all these fancy ass clothes on people and put on all these things on the external. And then in the end, they like take off the clothes and they're still back to right being unhappy again. So there was a problem with that. And so in the end, I was like, okay, I have to find a way to dive deeper into this and like wrap it in from internal to external. And that's how Joy Guy June was birthed into fruition. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I remember you telling me about a time when you were first at the beginning of this, I think it was like at a Wisdom Wednesday, something like that. Um, Wisdom Wednesday, if you guys don't know, is our monthly meetup we used to have in person, yeah. uh, where you were first kind of tackling this idea, and you were, you were like, I'm going to Mexico. They've asked me to be a speaker. <laughs> and you were like, I can do that. <laughs> and I felt when you came back from that trip, you were like laser focused on what you were like, I'm making a change. And yes. it's going to start here. So do you yeah. think it was that, well, that trip was like that spark moment? Was there a moment that you had that really just, you were like, this is it. I, I'm yeah. going down this path. Well, there were multiple moments in 2019 because I ended up traveling more in 2019. Thank goodness I got that out of the way because clearly I wasn't going anywhere this year. Uh, but I traveled Ooh. the most. I, I traveled the most that I'd ever traveled in one year in my entire life. Because I always, I know, I always, is that person really trying to mow the lawn right now? <laughs> Do you hear that? It's all good. 
Okay. It's Instagram. Um, what can you do? <laughs> I'm going to close the door real quick. No Love problem. that this is live. One no second. Problem. I mean, if a bee were to swarm in right now, I would be jumping out of this chair, even if we weren't live. So it's all good. <laughs> We're live, folks. We are live. Just what, I sang another song. You missed it. No, oh, dang. <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, that was actually my last trip that solidified it. So it makes sense that you saw my transformation and be like, she went to Mexico. What's in Mexico? I need some of that. <laughs> but I had actually gone to Kauai and I just had this like very, um, a huge awakening inside of me where I realized like, oh, there is a point of friction where I feel so lost and stuck in my life and I have to change this. And I've been working my whole life trying to chase this thing called happiness. And it was like not happening. And so when I went to Kauai, it was like, I had um, a, a mind, body, spirit moment where I was just like, you know what? I need to make a change. And that's when the pivot came where I was like, I know that I'm meant to do greater things beyond just being a stylist. And that's how Joy Guy June was like finally like starting to come up. I, I didn't come up with a name until 2020, but it was like, I just recognized that, okay, yeah, you know what? I really feel like this is what I'm meant to do is more work from the inside out. I love that. I love that. And did, do you think fear got in the way of that at, a, at any time? Did you have any self-doubt? Did you think, or were you going to be like right on the path? I feel like the more that I listened to my intuition and really just started getting out of my own way, that was when I was like very full on committed. Like I think this year and quarantine really just broke open my mind free of this entrapment of fear and not being able to do stuff. Cause it was almost just like, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? You know what I mean? Like we have the time now, some of us, you know, and I was afforded some time and it just made so much sense to me. So yeah, it was almost like, girl, what are you waiting for? Let's get going. Yeah. You got on it and you got on it well. So in yeah. that, I'm so glad you're here today because I'm actually really curious what the three reasons are yeah. <laughs> about how happiness could, because I was thinking about when I first read your title, I was like, did I read that right? And then I read I it, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I, I do think that we can, we can gloss over things or make them shiny and pretty um, and try to make them branded and beautiful as entrepreneurs, especially creative entrepreneurs. But until we get to the root, like you said, what was your soul was really searching for, we have to trust our intuition. And that is very difficult, especially for type A people. <sighs> we want all the control. Yes. Yes, I absolutely agree from a one type A person, former recovering type A person to another, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us about it. Tell me the three reasons happiness can negatively impact. I'm so curious. Yes. So, so, you know, being a joy guide, I feel like a lot of people first off don't even understand what that means. So before I go into yeah. my thing, I want to just say what a joy guide and energy healer is. So for me being a joy guide, it's, it's understanding that people like me get lost or stuck in their life, can't really figure out what the next steps are, and then just kind of either can succumb to those feelings or strive for a happiness that may never come. And yeah. so for me, my whole purpose now is helping people 
create a map to joy so that they don't have to feel any resistance about like feeling, you know, this, this happiness that they're striving for in the present moment. So yeah, the three ways that happiness impacts you is first understanding what is even happiness, right? Yeah. And so for me on this, on this, like, road to joy, I was like, okay, well, I've always wanted to be happy. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. And I felt like I was climbing this uphill battle being like, okay, I'm going to reach it eventually. And I'm like in the desert and there's the oasis somewhere out there clutching onto the sand, hoping for a difference. And I realized that happiness has always been the state of being that has been so fleeting because it is an emotion and we all understand it. But when we actually dig deep into the deeper meaning of what happiness is, there's a big difference between what happiness is and what my work is, which is reaching joy and the pinnacle of joy. So with happiness, um, a lot of the reasons why I feel like my, my partners in crime and business and the people in life that are really struggling is because of these three things that actually define like what happiness is in our minds without us even realizing that we're doing a disservice to ourselves. So the first thing is that happiness has conditions. So it is a conditional experience and that is pretty sucky actually when you think about it (laughs) when you put conditions on an emotion or a feeling that you want to have all of a sudden there's a lot of pressure there's expectations there's just like this never-ending feeling of like okay so I'm gonna finally be happy when I get my dream client condition one condition two when I get that dream client, I'm going to get paid lots of money, money, money. <laughs> and then you're like, yes, I reached that level. And you're like always just constantly putting more and more conditions once you've reached other conditions. So right? true. Yes, it's so true. Right. So, but we don't even realize that we're doing it because like all of us just do it so naturally. And so when we do that, we're even doing that with like um, our jobs or our relationships. We put conditions on our marriages or, you know, what it, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden you're just like, mm, should I get a divorce? Or <laughs> like, what, what are the conditions that I need to have the perfect husband? Cameo by my cat. And, and so there's a lot of things that kind of make you realize like, holy crap, I have put like a long ass list of conditions for myself before I can reach this seemingly unattainable goal of happiness. Right. And so it's just like a ladder. Yeah. It's so true. You know, and I see a lot of women do that with, um, reward. You know, like they put a condition on it. If I work out five times this week, then I'll be happy, right? Yep. Because then I get the reward. And the reward may be, you know, I can eat that pint of ice cream. Uh, But also, you know, I can, I'm going to eat this great big meal because it's going to make me happy. But then we are like, well, now I have to go to the gym or I have to make sure I run a whole bunch of miles. It's it's amazing, (laughs) but you're, you're right. It's I never thought about it that way. Happiness 
does come with conditions. You're so through. It does come with conditions. And the frustrating part is like, you can totally use the reward system. It's funny you brought that up because we actually talked about it on my Twitch stream this morning about how to, to celebrate your wins, right? Even as small as they are, and you can celebrate them in whatever fashion you can do it. And you can definitely put on a reward system, but know that, that this, this reward system isn't supposed to be your sole way of bringing like happiness or, you know, within your life. It's just something that is supposed to ignite something within you that leads to more. <laughs> yeah. It's like a dopamine, right? You exactly. Like, okay, now go. <laughs> but it can't be that point where you're like, I can only be this way if, right? Right. The condition. Love yeah, that. the condition. So you're, we, we realize that we end up um, becoming shackled every day by these conditions that we don't even realize. And so it begins hurting our motivation, our self-esteem, um, and any of the kind of, it, it leads to a lot of burnout, especially in business. So when we think about like striving for our life purpose, our calling, our business, and really committing to making that money, getting those clients, it becomes really dangerous, especially if you are trying to create um, a roadmap to happiness, leading only by using these these actionable steps, right? right. <laughs> so I think it's important to be able to understand that you don't have to like wait for this condition to occur for it to happen, which leads me to my next point, which is that happiness is also very time oriented oftentimes. So what happens is people put a limitation and a time frame on their goals. And all of a sudden they're like, oh yes, when I do this condition, then I can be happy. So again, you're pushing the happiness farther and farther away from you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you do that, Carrie? Do you put Oh, like- my God. I think I did it five times today. <laughs> like, yes, once I, I, I do this. And, you know, it's like almost a, automatic. It's like a habit. Yeah. Um, that you attach all the happy once this is over or, yeah. you know, and then it's over and you're like, Oh no, just something just replaced it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, Oh gosh, I totally do that. <laughs> it's, so, so it's almost like it's, it's so future oriented that we get obsessive, right? As, especially as entrepreneurs, we get obsessive of like, okay, we got to grind, we got to hustle, we got to do this. And until I meet this deadline, of my goal or condition, and then I can be happy. And then all of a sudden you reach that goal, but then what do entrepreneurs do? We make new goals. We right. make new we'll conditions. Finish one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We make new conditions. We make new goals and deadlines. And what I was talking about today was like celebration, you know, like if we can just do the mini wins and try to focus on celebrating each step that we get to each increment, then it doesn't have to be this future oriented thing. Um, And then the third bit is that everything around happiness surrounds external factors. So usually when we think about happiness, we think of, oh, okay, I'll be happy when I get those Prada shoes. (laughs) I'll be happy. But I can't wear anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) 
that hurt like a mother (laughs) or I get my um brand new iPhone or Tesla or you know like the the building that I really want for my new business so it's very external and and it even again back to your relationships like if I get my ideal client I'm going to be happy like once I reach that because lord knows if you haven't if you've been reaching for this type of happiness your intuition's probably going all kinds of different directions that maybe you actually don't really want to go. And all of a sudden you're doing things that don't even make sense and you're attracting the wrong clients. Right. (laughs) So it's like all of these things are, you know, these factors that are involved with the formal and traditional way of believing in happiness or working towards happiness negatively impacts every single decision that you make um, about your business and a lot of the things in your life. A hundred percent. Um, I also think it's, it will stop you, right? If you're working towards something in your business and you're putting the conditions on, like you say, and you don't get there, you know, you get blocked, you get stopped. The first thing feeling you feel is guilt and a lack of happiness. And then you're really doing the negotiation of, well, if I just do this, then I'll be happy. Or it's their fault. Uh, They didn't get to this to me in time. So that's why I'm not happy. Um, that yeah. is, sorry, I have a call coming in. <laughs> it's Instagram, everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mom, don't call me right now. I'm on Instagram live. <laughs> um, but like I was I saying, the, the, if, if you, with your clients, do you see that a lot when you're working with them? Do you talk about how, that happiness has all these conditions or is this just something you've discovered from working with your clients? They all kind of have the same thing. Well, even when I was actually working as a stylist and a costume designer, these, these same factors were plaguing all of my clients. And so they came to me for the external help and they were like, June, help me put on this hot outfit so that I could feel better. And they'll be like, okay, cool, let's do it. But then again, it was like, you, it's this, this vicious circle of like, take off the clothes. Womp, 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 sad face McGee again. <laughs> I ain't so hot anymore. And I, all of a sudden I lost my confidence. Where did it go? So it was almost this perpetual cycle, right? And so I've been observing this and working with this for all of my life and for myself, you know, I found myself doing the same thing. So now when I'm working with my clients, it's a little bit difficult um, to not start without actually addressing this issue because it's so common. And so what happens when you have this happiness, it like, or unhappiness really from these, these factors, these three things, the, the future, the conditions, and then the external bits that are keeping you from feeling true happiness. The chronic unhappiness leads to things that we all want to avoid, which is depression, stress, despair. And so it's almost just like, but I'm trying to reach this happiness, but then you never reach it because it's like you've put, it's almost like you're fighting a losing battle each time because you've already set yourself up kind of for failure without even realizing it. Wow. I love that. Um, and I love that the cat's back for a cameo. I know, um, baby. Hi. <laughs> um, that's fascinating. And, you know, in working with, and you don't just work with female entrepreneurs, you, you work with people in all industries. 
Yeah, I work with um, all kinds of creatives. I work with uh, leaders. I work with um, healers. I work with shamans. Like it's like you name it, I work with them um, because I think it's such a universal thing. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the three things that negatively, you know, impact you when you think about happiness is because when I discovered joy, it was like. My mind is blown. I've been working to the wrong map. Like I've, I've been looking at the wrong map this whole time. And all I needed was a map to joy. And the difference is that with, you know, when we think of conditions with happiness, the great thing about joy is that it's unconditional. Joy is like a physical embodiment of this way of being that is actually permanently with you versus something that is fleeting. So no matter if you're suffering, if you're going through a divorce, if you're going, you don't have any clients, if you're going through a pandemic and have to pivot and you literally have no clients and no business and no nothing, it's almost like, oh my gosh, it's an unconditional state of being. So I'm, I actually can achieve it. And then on top of that, time-wise, like it's not future-oriented. Like joy can happen in the present moment. It can happen now. It's just that we don't know or have never been really taught how to reach this level of emotional well-being because it's like about, it's about health. It's about understanding that if you are the face of your business, then you need to be the healthiest you can possibly be, mind, body, and spirit, because otherwise your, your business ain't going nowhere, <laughs> So true. So true. You have to have, (laughs) yeah, I call it filling. You got to have all the buckets full. Yeah, Um, exactly. Emotional, physical, spiritual. And there's one more that I can't think of right now. (laughs) Mental. (laughs) Yep. So tell me, um, you mentioned the roadmap to joy. So when you're working with clients, what, what is that? What does that look like? How do you build that or collaborate with your client to help them create that roadmap? Yeah. So, I mean, I work, I have a variety of ways for the people who are, believe more in like magic and possibility, because that's kind of my jam. I love magic and I love infusing joy into all the magical things in life. So you can do an Oracle card reading with me where I can answer a specific question in your business, in your life, and we can kind of gain some clarity. And then I use human design and you can work with me in that way where I've basically can tell you your superpowers um, and your life purpose in this lifetime. Because um, when it comes to uh, human design, a lot of people don't really know what it is. Do you know what it is? I do. I've had it done and I would love to do it with you just so I can compare. Um, Yeah. So so it's amazing. But tell the people what I love Anna. Yeah. So basically, um, human design is kind of a mix between different philosophies. It's jokingly called the new astrology because it actually uses astrology, uh, Kabbalah, the chakras and um, I Ching. So all these different ancient philosophies so that it can create a a chart or a body graph to tell you exactly what it is that you were gifted with in this lifetime. So for a lot of people, it ends up being like a way to understand your business strategy. Like I actually give readings to help you uh, function, optimize yourself better within your business so that you know that you're actually tapping into your intuition and you're always going back to joy. 
So that's one of the ways um, that they can work with me. But my most popular way is actually my joy guidance. Um, and actually, I've, a few of my clients are on here right now. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, but it's really um, a one-month program to start off with and so that we can kind of get to know each other. And then what happens is we start diving deep into why are you unhappy? What is going on that's keeping you blocked in your life and holding you back from living your highest potential as a business person, as a creative, as a mom, whatever, whatever it is that you're struggling with in the moment. And my gifts as an energy healer allows, and my psychology degree, I guess, <laughs> allows me to dive in in a way that I can kind of talk with you and guide you into your subconscious so that you can better understand yourself. Because a lot of times we don't even know that we need um, help or how we can ask for help. So for me, my expertise is kind of allowing you to have guidance so that you know exactly what you're looking for and why. And then by the end, my hope is to be able to educate you and give you the proper tools so that you don't need my help anymore. You can literally have this internal experience where you can tap into your joy at any point in time and like really, really just like be free of the, the chains of unhappiness. And Jax is like, let's play. Yes. <laughs> It's playtime. <laughs> I'm finding my joy yeah. on your couch <laughs> and in your lap. Um, how, how, what are the warning signs, do you think, that someone who's kind of, yeah, hold for the plane. See, I have airplanes. You have lawnmowers. It, this is Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> we are metropolitan ladies. Um, yeah. <laughs> but how, um, what are like a couple signs that somebody's in need of, a joy guidance in their business yeah. personally? Like what are those like triggers that we should be looking for? Yeah. So, um, a lot of times I end up working with people based on uh, a specific trauma that's going on in their life or a specific event. And so some people come to me after a divorce or during a divorce. Some people come to me while they're kind of transitioning from one stage of life to the next. And that can look in so many different ways. But a lot of the leaders that work with me and the business people that work with me are discovering that where they are in their career is not actually their calling. And so for me being, you know, coming from a psychology to costume design to where I am now, where I feel so joyful every single day that I want to spread the freaking good news to all the peeps. Like I want all everybody to, I want everyone to have some damn joy. <laughs> I'm like, I want to spread, this could be contagious. Let's everybody have joy. Right. So COVID. Yeah. Forget COVID. COVID, let's hop in. <laughs> Joyvid, Joyvid, Joyvid. Let's do that. So, so because of that, it's like it just depends on where you're at, but it usually means that you are struggling somewhere, some way. And the men that come to me actually um, are usually there's there's again like understanding their inner voice, emotions, intuition. What is intuition? Like I work with a variety of people who are beginners to people who are a little bit more like uh, emotionally or spiritually connected to themselves. So it just depends on who you are. But yeah, if you feel lost, if you feel stuck, if you're just feeling really blocked from happiness in your life, I can help. I love that. I love that. 
Um, and tell me, um, and the people, what is an oracle reading exactly? Yeah, so um, it's basically a divination tool. So what that means is that, you know, if you know nothing about oracle cards, it's imagine a deck of playing cards. And instead of numbers and suits, it has themes and specific uh, pictures or words that are associated behind the meaning. And so what happens is because in my philosophy and as an energy healer, I believe that we're all energy energetically connected to each other. And so even if you and I are talking right here through Instagram, I actually, when I tune in, Carrie, I can tap into your energetic field and feel you and what happens. It's different for everybody, but for me specifically, I can feel in my body where you might be blocked energetically. And so through that connection, I end up uh, using these cards as a way to start asking the answering your question, because usually people come with a question. And then we just go through answering it through the meanings or the themes that show up in the cards. So that's kind of like the simplest way of saying it. But <laughs> it's super fun. It's super fun. And it's like very magical. And it just no matter if you believe in any of that woo woo stuff, it doesn't matter because I was a skeptic too. I mean, I came from a science background, but like, I think it's important to understand that for me, when I was doing you know, the, the therapy or trying to think about like how I'm going to use my psychology degree, it was so dry. Everything was statistics and like, there was no fun infused in healing and getting to know yourself and like discovering how to like become a better person. It was all like, okay, I guess we got to do this now. Right. It's also, we, they take it from a place of the brain, right? The ego managing, yeah. you know, the self and all of that. If you know, it's not based in Freud um, yeah. <laughs> or all these yahoos that were just white patriarchal men just keeping yeah. women down. I mean, let's be honest. We need to revamp <laughs> psychology too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's so interesting because it can, it is very, when you're going through transformation or a big change in your life or a moment of blockage, it's like, holy crap, there's something big on the other side, but I can't get to it. And that brings so much frustration and sadness and yeah, depression as well. And so if we can kind of figure out a more fun way about it. I mean, I was looking around being like, why do we got to cry all the time? I mean, this is great, but I'm like so freaking sad. Like it was, it was just, it felt really hard and heavy. And my hope is that by infusing this like magical piece and by infusing a little bit of, you know, the more science-based, logical, practical stuff and finding a bridge between the two, we can kind of start discovering ourselves a little bit easier, faster, and more joyfully, obviously. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What is um, two things people can do once they stop watching this or listening to the podcast, if they are, to activate more joy in their life? Yeah. I think it's um, the first step to activating joy is really having a conversation with yourself. So if you don't even know what that looks like, if you didn't even know you have an inner voice or um, like a way of accessing, you know, who you are without anyone else in the world, I would say start there. And, you know, people talk to themselves all the time, but people often actually don't know that they're doing it. It's just kind of the subconscious is always trying to like chitter chatter, but 
it's, it's such a part of you and your being that you're like, eh, I ignore it. So if you are not already doing this, I would say start listening to that voice. Start igniting a conversation within yourself that allows you to get to know like, oh, wait, wow, I'm really mean. Like, oh, so true. Right? Right? And or I'm really hard on myself all the time or man, instead of instead of like finding all the amazing things that are happening in my business, I really focus only on the one problem all the damn time. So really so that's, true. that's, that's the first stop is actually the first stop is being aware <laughs> that you're, you're unhappy. Like, are you unhappy? Am I sad? Am I blocked? Do I feel like, is, is this are joy? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this joy or is this like, is this the false happiness that I've been striving for? And then the second step would be, um, what am I saying to myself every day? What is so what, true? What is happening in here? <laughs> what yeah, is happening in here? It's, there are times um, when I'll, I'll have to stop myself, negative self-talk, and I'll say, would I say this to my daughter? Yeah. Would I say this to my best friend? Like if she was having a hard day, would I tell her? Yeah, you sucked at that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't. But why am I telling myself? Yeah, you kind of sucked at that. (laughs) It's really, then, and for those of you who don't have kids, um, and I don't have kids, so another thing that I really feel like, you know what? If you don't have that, you can access the child within you. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, you'll see that I talk about baby June a lot. And you're like, what the heck is that? Like, who is that? And that's, (laughs) so that's my inner child. And so everyone has an inner child within them. And it's almost like imagining yourself at five. And if you, your adult self were really hard on yourself and you're always like, you piece of crap. You don't even do that right. You do nothing right. You suck. Like if that's your inner voice, holy crap, come see me. Like you yeah. need major virtual hugs, <laughs> yes. but it's so common and we don't even realize it. Cause I did it too. But if you just put yourself in a place where you can imagine yourself at five and saying that to yourself, your inner child at five, just like you would say that to your physical daughter in real life, it's like you can invite in more compassion, right? And be like, oh my God, I would never say that to my little five-year-old. Yeah. Like if I heard an adult saying that to a five-year-old, I would really be freaking upset. Yeah. Be throwing some bows. Like it would not Absolutely. be good. Right? Absolutely. So and that's cool. I think, I, I love that you feature that. If anyone uh, should follow June on Instagram, it's at joyguidejune. She in her Instagram stories will highlight people in your life, people professional as their baby self, as, you know, like, um, their, their five-year-old self and what they would say to them. Um, I think that's great that you're doing that in your stories. I Thank always you. look forward to it. And guess who's being featured on Wednesday. Oh, Hey. Oh, oh Hey. hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Someone I know. I love that. Now really quick, how can the people get in t- in touch with you? How can we follow you? I just dropped your Instagram handle, but if people want to work with you, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you can find me on my website, uh, www.joyguidejune.com. You can follow me at Instagram at the same handle, joyguidejune. You can follow me on Twitch, 
<laughs> at Joy Guide June. I literally made it all the same. You can email Mark. me at joyguidejune at gmail.com, folks. Mark. So if you just Google Joy Guide June, I should pop up. I should be yeah. the only one. But yeah, that's how you can find me. I love it. I love it. Now, I always like to end on things you get carried away about. Yeah. Um, so first off, I want to know if there's, and if you need a minute to think about it, that's fine. Yeah. Are there any people whether living or, or deceased, uh, whether, you know, you've never met or are best friends with that you get really fired up about that. You get really carried away about that. You look forward to talking to, or at least hearing from or reading about who's that person or people for you. Oh my gosh, this is going to sound so freaking cheesy, but I just watched the matrix last night. And so this is like very fresh in my mind, (laughs) but Keanu Reeves, like, If I could meet Keanu, I think I would be the most joyful, like I would burst into flame because I would be so freaking excited. And working in the entertainment industry, I'm not like that at all. I'm not like a celebrity monger. I'm like, okay, celebs, whatever. But after hearing his story and after hearing like all of these, just seeing the goodness and the kindness within him as a human being, hearing that he gave most of his salary to the crew, being a crew, a former crew member, that was just like, oh my God, like you are crazy, crazy great. Like, what about what is that? Bill and Ted 3 coming out. Oh my gosh. First have off, news? I have, I am really excited about it. Yes. And <laughs> I, and just like, I mean, I've watched all the John Wicks. I've, I watched, I grew up watching Speed. Like, it doesn't matter what stage of life or how gross his beard is. I still, a part of me is just like, you are just a good human being and I want to meet you. So yeah. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I'm still going to have to say no to Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we all have that one, right? We all have that one <laughs> film that we're kind of like, yeah, maybe the agent talked me into this. I'm not sure. We can, we can yeah. leave it. Yeah. We can leave it. All right. I like that. <laughs> Excited about, oh, point break. Point break. Point break. I mean, he's been, you know, I can't say that his acting is stellar, right? However, he still manages to get on all of these amazing films and like create memorable characters and also be an awesome freaking human. I think that's part of the reason why I do get so stoked about him is because I was in the industry. And so I just know how rare it is to find somebody who is doing that work, but genuine. also as genuine. Yeah. And, but yeah. then also goes out and live their life and is actually a truly good um, human being. So, oh. yeah. so we're going to manifest Keanu. Please uh, Keanu. <laughs> we're going to get him. I mean, I'm an FBI agent. I'll <laughs> never forget that. And point break. If he's watching this replay, Joy Guy June. It's everywhere. I mean, I would love to interview him or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or we could get carried away with him uh, together. Whatever. Not you know? That. Let's do it. <laughs> um, okay. Tell me about, now there's a lot of things people do since we've been in quarantine. People have been baking more. People have been working out more. People have, you know, been drinking more. What's like your COVID hack, your quarantine hack? What's keeping you busy? entertained? Podcast books? Uh, carried away episodes. What what do you (laughs) to keep yourself light? Yeah. Other than stalking you, Carrie, I mean, which I do, (laughs) obviously my top two, you know, um, I actually have to say it's been 
quarantine has been so busy because I've just been prepping this Twitch channel. Um, And it's been probably the most serendipitous, like left field things that I've ever decided to do in my life. Um, and for those people who don't know what it is, it's an online streaming service originally for gamers. And somehow I'm lost in the mix talking about mental health and educating the people (laughs) and live streaming about, um, you know, how to, how to take care of yourself and magic and wellness. So that actually has been really great because there's a really cool community there. So if you're bored and in the house, bored, bored, bored in the house, which who isn't, Um, at this, you know, a given time, you can actually connect with a lot of different personalities. They actually have podcasts there. I think you should do the F word there. Oh, good to know. Maybe I will. Yeah. And they, they have a whole channel or whatever category dedicated to just podcasters. And so you can watch them as they do their podcasting. So it's super cool. I love that. And it's amazing. I'm, I'm also going to pitch it actually to the business people out there for all of the broad network. If you're looking to um, create a better, if you're tired of YouTube, which I feel like a lot of people, it's so saturated. Twitch yeah. is actually an untapped place where not a lot of people are discovering it, but you're kind of going to be a trailblazer when it comes to non-gamers. So if you're interested in kind of reaching out and broadening your perspective and also having these lives, but um, in a more professional, like non-glitchy setting, (laughs) go, uh, go to Twitch because I highly recommend it. it Yeah. Yeah. I I did one of those things where I created an account and then I just left it there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, I should go look at that. But I'm, I'm very curious now, anything better than YouTube. I think also YouTube is not only oversaturated, but you can't find anything. And it's always telling me, you're going to view this video next. Well, I don't want to view that video next. (laughs) It can definitely lead, it always leads me back to cat videos, I got to say. Oh, not Keanu? (laughs) I thought it would be Keanu. No, cats, then Keanu. And there's a cat movie called Keanu. Did you know that? I did not. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. (laughs) All right. I'll check it out. Now, last question, my favorite carried away question, as always, three things that people get totally obsessed with, get totally carried away about, but you just cannot wrap your brain around it, how this is even possible. I, I mean, for me, I always talk about, I don't get why people would ever get on a boat or a cruise. Oh, me. Yes. The other thing I, I don't, can't wrap my head around is, what there's no joy in jogging I don't care what anybody says or is it jogging yeah <laughs> Jay silent no that's from Anchorman <laughs> and with what do I do with my hands <laughs> and just so you all know I'm not wearing pants down here just like Anchorman would just like Anchorman <laughs> Gosh, I, this one's really hard for me because I think being so, um, open, I'm trying to be so open-minded that I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's hard for me to like hate on something. And also being a joy guide, it's hard to hate on something, but I agree with you. I literally get nauseous just going in reverse in my car. So, (laughs) so the fact of getting on any cruise ship or boat or, and I, and I watched Titanic. I know what happens at the end. Yeah. And also a pandemic with a crew, like with a cruise. Um, you rem- it's like, 
What? Yeah, no, no, thank you. No. Um, the other thing, uh, I guess, is also, hmm. Gosh, this one's really difficult. Right? Yeah. yeah I, I get it. So I, I can give you, like, would you ever watch that show Tiger King? Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was a great segue because I watched the first episode, almost made it. And I'm such an animal lover. Yeah. And literally, my husband and I, we're the type of people that will like take an ant and put it on, <laughs> or a spider, put it on mm-hmm. a piece of paper and let it go free. Mm-hmm. And so, just to even know that these creatures were in pain or needed help or there was some weird shadiness going on and a guy with a mullet taking care of them I was like you're leaving this guy this guy to take care of these precious tigers give me the time like I was I was so enraged that I was like nope thank you no can't watch it yeah no and also Game of Thrones I'm sorry didn't didn't get into it I don't get that either but You know, actually not the first person to say Game of Thrones. Yeah. (laughs) Like I never got understood the the Kardashians. Like I don't understand why anybody would find that television show entertaining. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes Um, sense. Yeah, but give me some Game of Thrones. I love that show. <laughs> I can't, and, and I'm the opposite. I'm like, give me trashy reality TV and let me just numb my brain out for some yeah. I'll few tell hours. you what, because of this pandemic, there's no more trashy reality TV being filmed, right? So we're- No, they're we're, reruns. They're, it's all running on empty. So I started watching shows I would have never watched before. And one of them was um, Hello Deck. It's on Bravo. First off, Worst Nightmare, it's on a boat. Oh God, no. And it follows a crew <laughs> of people on a, on a chartered yacht and, and you follow the oh. crew. And of course, oh. drama ensues because they're in sleeping quarters this big. Oh. That's what I've been reduced to because there's no good reality TV anymore. Oh God, no. I don't think I could watch that. Like um, there were shows actually that I had to avoid and my husband actually had to watch before me so he could scan them to see oh. if there was vomiting. So God, there was like one reality show where they got so, they partied Jersey Shore. I did watch that, (laughs) but then I had to stop because people would puke or whatever. And then I'd be like, guys, I have puke phobia and this is giving me so much anxiety. (laughs) So actually any, any activity that's fun that it involves eventually somebody having so much fun, they puke, can't handle it. You're out. Gots to go. Gots to go. I'll be, uh. Those eating challenges, you know, where they're like, nope. you're going to eat three beetles and you're, oh. Yeah. Remember the time I couldn't name stuff? I'm like, I have like 5,000 more. <laughs> now you, just, <laughs> you just have to start talking it through. This is how you get carried away. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate this. I should really work on this. <laughs> I need to heal some things. <laughs> right? Okay. So we're about to end in Instagram. So say goodbye to Instagram. Bye, Instagram. We're going to still be live in the Facebook group, but I'm going to definitely do an Oracle reading. Um, I'm so curious. And you only ask one question or can I bring more than one? You can have um, multiple, but I mean, it's only an hour. So, and we dive deep into that question. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it shouldn't be like, should I get a puppy? Yeah. I mean, um, we can definitely dive deep into that question. But I don't even think we need cards for that. Yes. 
I'm determined to find myself a puppy. Um, um, it's just please the- do, and then when the quarantine is lifted, I am going to be the adoptive step parent. Please, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I love that your spirit animal is a uni panther. Yeah, <laughs> a unicorn and a panther made love and made me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you have a spirit animal, Carrie? I do. You know, I think. Um, well, I have two. Recently, because I've been looking to adopt a dog, I have found that the Cocker Spaniel, uh, which I had Cocker Spaniels growing up, but the Cocker Spaniel, not known by most people, is in the sporting group. That means these are dogs that are made for sport. Yeah. But it's also so much like myself. I am built for sport, but kind of too cute and too pretty to really... (laughs) do anything really, really overly sporty. Like yes. I'm like a Cocker Spaniel. We're both blonde. Um, and we both are like, yeah. <laughs> I could be sporty or not. But, and we like to cuddle. So oh. always identified with that as one of my favorite dogs. But the Love animal I've always like really been uh, connected to, I think as an elephant. Um, I, I've... I don't know. I just, I love how smart they are. I love how loyal they, they show, you know, you can tell they're very intelligent. They use tools. Yeah. Uh, they grieve. Um, they can remember where water is like for hundreds of miles. Um, and the women are in charge. I love that. Yeah. And actually one of the Oracle card decks that I use is spirit animal because each animal, I don't know if you know this, but has a specific meaning behind each animal. And so oh. Um, by kind of understanding what is your spirit animal, you can actually understand yourself better and like what superpowers might be laying dormant within you. So it's all that. And you pulled the uni panther. No, just kidding. (laughs) Guys, I made that one up. I'm going to make my own (laughs) spirit animal deck one day. And yes, it'll be all kinds of fusion animals. Just having, I love that. Having a good time together. I love it. And my last question is how many articles of clothing you have with rainbows on them? I mean, at this point, I've just collected so many that uh, I would like to say, well, okay, here's the deal. I'm cutting myself off because part of me also leaving my old career is that I want to, I don't want to leave a bad impact on the environment anymore by buying Mm -hmm. fast fashion. So I kind of want to do whatever amount of shopping that I can. um, And then hopefully by 2021, I'll have all of the colors of the rainbow so that I can always have access to it, but not buy any clothes. The hope is the challenge will be to not buy any clothes in 2021. Okay. You know, I read this statistic that in our, no, Robin Reynolds, who is a bra member who does closet organization. She was saying uh, in our wardrobe, um, we wear 20% of all of our wardrobe, 80% of the time. Yep. And everything else just sits there. And that if we don't find someone to give it to or give it donated or take it to Goodwill or something, it just goes in a landfill. Totally. And it just sits in a landfill. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, that's part of the reason why the personal branding for me had to stop because I felt really bad that we were not really utilizing this in the best way. And, And then also on top of it, it's like, Again, the clothes aren't making you happier, so let's not buy anymore. <laughs> right, right. I love that. And um, it's just, you're, you're so right. And having 
so much available to you and all the stuff made so poorly, you have to keep buying it because yeah, it's, for sure. it's just crap and it's mass produced. Whereas instead, if we just spent a little more money on natural fibers that were made locally, they would last longer and we wouldn't need as many of them. Totally. Or just reaching out to local artisans, um, you know, and being able to contribute to them and, you know, every time now I, my intention is when I do go travel, I want to go to all the local artisans in the area and kind of find a special piece handmade by somebody that I know I'm making an impact on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, it. it's this whole joy guy June thing is like, and, and my old career, it's all kind of infused in this new level of understanding of my relationship with clothes and clothing and, yeah. and how to help people. So yeah, I think eventually I'll end up going back to it, they're bringing in clothing again to the joy because people still, we all have to be clothed, but it's going to be a totally different, it's going to look totally different and it's going to probably mean more donating (laughs) versus buying. Right, right. And it also could be the Joy Guide June line. Like, Ah, yes. Okay, I'll see that next fall, 2021. Yes. I wanna, 2021 be on the lookout yes we will launch the spring line in fall um, and will you be a model thank you yeah absolutely I will bring joy I want to wear pink yes. shocker yeah I know big surprise big surprise there right and in time of COVID I haven't been able to keep my pink hair up it's fine I'm healthy it's I know. so iconic so yeah and I every time I see a photo I'm like oh yeah Remember those days? Remember those pink hair days? Oh, yeah, those were fun. <laughs> I know. It's like, but Joy Guy June's going to be all silver by the time 2021 hits. Ah. Like, I'm genetically gifted with silver hair, apparently, under, ah. under this top layer of uh, dark hair. It's like all okay. Santa's beard. <laughs> or it's your witchiness coming out. Mm. I love it. Well, thank you, friend. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray, founder of the Bra Network. If you are listening and you are a female entrepreneur looking to be lifted and supported in your business endeavors, head over to bra-network.com. We'd love to have you in our community and help push you up.